All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of A Hundred Books a Year with Kevin.、Uh, today, I want to start a new book.、Um, it's called Drunk Pink Tank. It's very very random. I know.、Uh, when I first read this book, I was like, "What does the title mean?" So,、um, I want to spend one episode of time、um, just trying to break down what is the essential message of this book. Right?、Uh, what does Drunk pink tank mean.、Um, so, just to summarize it before we dive in, drunk pink tank, it means that we sometimes can use different hidden colors or hidden forces.、Uh, sometimes the mind recognizes the hidden forces unconsciously, and what happened was those people or those quote unquote. Forces can have unexpected impact in everyday life.、Uh, for me personally,、um, I didn't really like the book that much, but、uh, <laughs> I finished it. But there is a couple of things that I want to share with you guys. I think are really very interesting. So let's talk about the title, right? Drunk Pink Tank. What does it mean? So there was this psychological experiment. There is a、uh, this guy named Alexander Shaws. S C H A W S, so he did something really interesting. So he got a hundred and fifty three healthy young men, okay, and he got two feature color board. He got a bright blue book、uh, board and he got a bright pink board, okay. So the young man was testing their strings. So the way that he would do it. Is that the man will stand in front of the color board, either it's blue or pink, and then they are asked to raise their arm up, and then the researcher are trying to push their arm down, right? So kind of like raise their arm up like Superman style, and then they're trying to push it downwards, right? So the guys, the test subjects, are trying to bounce it back, trying to resist it, right? So, and then another group. A young man who's who started as a pink board, and they're trying to resist, they're trying to like push their arm down. So, the results are all but two men were weaker, and that's actually weaker by a lot. Like like uh, they don't put up that much of a resistance when they are looking at a pink board. Let me repeat. Pretty much all of the young men that participate in the study. Their force of resistance is much greater when they're looking at a blue board compared to a pink board. Okay, that's very interesting.、Uh, like many of the men, they're not even resisting at all with the down force of the hands, right? So to push further than that, right? They run a second experiment where they ask the participant to squeeze the measuring device, like the grip thing. I think we all seen that.、Right? That there's like、uh, coils made of metal, and then you squeeze it, and the different have、uh, different types have different like you know、uh, resistance, right? So they were measuring that either in front of the blue or in front of the pink board, and what ended up happening. Is that the grip force is con is considerably lower for the pink group, and compared to the blue group, 
that's actually really interesting, right? Like by just looking at a certain color, like unconsciously, our mind tells our body to behave differently. So how can this be used, right? So, so this is a drunk pink tank, uh, kind of their um, outcome. So uh, one of the applications is with a football team. I think before, uh, I think in the late 90s, the uh, football teams, they usually paint their uh, away locker. So like teams that are traveling to that school, they paint that locker room pink, and then they paint their own locker room blue. And then that's gonna cause the football players to mellow out uh, before uh, the game, right? And then some government, they uh, started to paint public detention room pink just to mellow out the criminals, right? And in California, uh, they actually uh, arrested, like, you know, like uh, uh, violent drunks, like they actually uh, invested, uh, uh, they actually arrested maybe a DUI members and then they put it in a pink cell, in a pink detention room. And there are some prisons in the nation that do that as well. So that is the whole idea of uh, drunk pink tank. So what does it tell you? Because after reading this book, uh, after reading this example, I was thinking maybe that is why we assign the girls to, a co uh, to the color pink. I wonder if this similar experiment will work on girls where they are tested for their strings. Maybe the whole reason that we ask boys to be associated with the color blue, right? That was the old, like, you know, like gender color identification thing is to make sure that the boy don't come out mellow, right? Like that's why I I have a few pink shirts and sweaters myself. Like, I'm not afraid of, of, of like uh, worrying because why not, right? It's just a color. So in the other uh, chapters, right? They talk about different things like, you know, uh, people are trying to group their names with a certain group, right? People are trying to prejudge their names, uh, uh, whether they sounds white or whether they sounds like a name from previous decades, right? Like Dorothy. Uh, Dorothy was the most popular name back in the 1920s. We don't really have that many Dorothys that are in the young populations right now, right? So this entire book is really about the hidden forces that we sometimes mistaken, but that delivers a punch, if that makes sense, right? So, uh, yeah, that, that's it for me today. If you are interested, go ahead and uh, read that book. I think there are some interesting examples in there. And uh, if you like the podcast, share it, subscribe, give us five stars on whatever you listen. And uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye.